So, Austin, did that recent hail storm cause some damage to your vehicle? Luxury Auto Works now brings you Austin's Luxury Auto Body for all of your collision and hail repair needs. We take all major insurance and provide same-day appointments and guarantee our work. Luxury Auto Works is your European dealership alternative for service and repair needs. BMW, Mercedes, Land Rover, Jaguar, and Audi. To book your appointment today for collision, hail, service, and repair needs. That's Luxury Auto Works. From the 102.7 ESPN studios in Austin, Texas, this is the Jeff and Ed Show. Welcome back to the show. Ed Clements and Jeff Ward. A very bitterly cold Tuesday afternoon here. No snow in the forecast, but it's oh, cold Lord. outside. Oh, my God. How are you there, Kimo Sabi? Hey there. Wearing a black shirt, <laughs> flexing his muscles here in the control room, looking for love in all the wrong places. His uh, name is Jeff Ward. Oh, please. Former Longhorn All-American kicker. Welcome to our show here. You know, I don't – I'm What do you I'm know? I'm sick of Jim Harbaugh, and I really said a few days ago, that's it, I've, I've had enough, it's time to move on. But it's not time to move on because of him. He gets as if he could top his performance, his public performance a week ago. He's done it. So Jim Harbaugh, of course, the head coach at Michigan, highly successful. The guy has won anywhere and everywhere that he's been. But, uh, almost but, won a Super Bowl. But. But he's always in trouble. And so then, of course, he is a spying scandal that has uh, gone on and on and on. Jim Harbaugh, two weeks ago, ranted and said that he is Nelson Mandela. He's been mistreated. There's no due process. I've been wronged. His assistant coach is crying on the sidelines. Yes, correct. Crying um, on the sidelines. Then for the fast man. forward to a few days ago, he demanded that the University of Michigan get some lawyers together and give him his day in court. And the day before he's supposed to appear in court, he backs out and accepts a punishment because he did everything he was accused of and they fired an assistant coach and threw him under the bus in other words it appears as if jim harbaugh has done all the stuff that people have accused him of in fact it might be worse he'll be sitting out seven games total this year seven games that's right yeah uh he will not be on the sidelines when michigan plays ohio state in a game that i believe we can ask the question is it an elimination game from the playoff it is an elimination yeah, game problem. from the playoffs if michigan loses if Michigan loses, if Michigan wins in a nail biter, you think Ohio State still the committee could the yeah. committee depending right. on what happens yeah. the rest of the, around the country, right? Um, but I I think I speak for most normal people that you would want Jim Harbaugh to lose just because of him. I've always pulled for Michigan in this series. I don't know. I like their fight song better. Oh, okay. And I had you know my experience with those Ohio State fans up there after the Texas Ohio State game. Wow, you know, is there a Wolverine running around? I don't think they have a mascot, which is good. I'm happy about that. So Yeah. The last Wolverines running around were that movie. Yeah, I know. That was Wolverine. Yeah. Wolverine. Yeah, with Patrick Swayze. Yeah. Wolverine. It's a great movie. That was a great sad. Oh, uh, it was. Oh, Jennifer Garner in it. Not Jennifer Garner, Jennifer what's her name? Gray. Jennifer Gray. Yeah. Before Quite she a was, cast. got that nose fixed. Yeah. That's a tough movie. Our man. our Southwest Texas State. Actor yep. uh, was uh, Powers Powers Booth. Booth. Powers Booth. Booth. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Texas State, Southwest Texas. I, I don't see at Michigan games. I don't see a Wolverine. They don't have a Wolverine on the sidelines yeah. because I believe <laughs> I they are be mostly bad. in the wild of northern Michigan, and they're tough. Yeah. Hombres, as yeah. Donald Trump would say. Okay. 
Tough hombres. So all that I say, so he's not going to be coaching this week. He's backed off his whole rants. And oh, I've wait, been... wait, wait. He's not going to be on the sidelines. Side he's still coaching right. like a madman. Only time he's not on the sidelines is the three hours and 45 minutes of the game. Yes. Not coaching. Excuse has it me ever been announced whether or not he has communication? <clears throat> I assume no. he does. I would assume he does too. What's he sitting in? Like some rocket ship or something? I don't know. They got some drones going on? Well, if it, University of Michigan is well healed. They probably have the high-tech communications where he's talking to about 17 different people. Right. Um, so... Either way, he's backed off his Nelson Mandela position that I've been wrong. The world is, you know, people don't know due process, all that stupid stuff that he said and then ran away from it. Mm -hmm. Now he's going to another stupid level. Here he shows up with his hat pulled down in his khakis for the biggest game of the year. This oh, it is. is. This is it. This is the game. This, this is, is the game. game. This uh, decides a lot. So now he shows up. He's no longer saying, you people don't know due process, uh, blah, 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 blah. He's gone to a new place. I go back to that, uh, it's, like, it's like the Ted Lasso show, you know, um, believe. And what comes out of that is believe. And I'm just so proud, just so proud of our team. Despite that noise, our locker room's in one piece. And uh, you know, like Ted, for me, locker rooms, a lot like my mom's bathing suits. Like to see him in one piece. <laughs> oh boy! What? Oh boy! What the hell well, are you doing, you nut? This is the second coach this week who quoted Ted Lasso. Steve Sarkeesian did yesterday. My favorite show, but this I, I, this is a PR move to win back. Those doubters by A, invoking Ted Lasso, a wonderful show. B, his mother, one piece suit. One piece suit? One really? One piece suit. Really? Okay. Really? Really? You want to go down that road there? So he has gone from, damn you. I watched Judge I, Judy. Like, like yeah. yeah. He's gone from that. Play that again because I've never watched the show. And I have, I really got to say this. I, I don't think talking about your mom in swimsuits is a great idea. I go back to that, uh, it's, like, it's like the Ted Lasso show, you know, um, believe. And what comes out of that is believe. And I'm just so proud, just so proud of our team. Despite that noise, our locker room's in one piece. And, uh, you know, like Ted, for me, locker rooms, a lot like my mom's bathing suits. I like to see them in one piece. Coach, I have a question. Last week, you said you've taken civics and you know due process and you're not getting due process. Could you address that, please? No, he's going to quote Ted Lasso mm -hmm. again. Last week, Coach, you all but said you're Nelson Mandela. Could you address why you've had such a change of your public position? Well, this week, Mr. Ward, I've gone from Nelson Mandela. I'm Ted Lasso. Yeah. I'm what folksy. What in the hell is he doing? He's trying to be Ted Lasso was folksy, using some things from his Midwestern background. So in we're Kansas no longer City. talking about how he's been wronged and the team is wronged and nope. they're fighting back and he's Braveheart. No. Okay. That's Freedom. That's over. Yeah, that's all over. Now okay, he's Ted Lasso. They're no longer it's us against them. It's different this week. Yeah. Okay. Now it's Ted Lasso. We're all together. The players are great. The locker room's great. 
And I like my locker room like my mother's bathing suit. Is he not the goofiest One coach piece. there is? He he yeah. He, he he's really the goofiest coach there is. Right. I right. don't even know who compares to him anymore. You have like goofy. there have been, been coaches. Jimbo Fisher was goofy to me. Okay, with all that's, his little yeah. fast good. talking. Out. That's, good. That's, good. that's good. Yeah, they were always. He was okay. always. Yeah, yeah. He was pretty dorky. Except the big difference, he didn't win any. I mean, Jim Harbaugh wins. Oh, Jim Harbaugh wins. I'm trying to think of anybody as successful that is that goofy. You're right. Jimbo Fisher was a goof. Yeah, he was. He was really hickish goof. He was a he was a West Virginia. With all due respect, my mother's from West Virginia. Well, he's a hickish goof. He was a hick from West Virginia who who thought he could talk his way out of everything. Jim Harbaugh is good, but a real goofball, a total goofball, a total hypocrite, and he's just a pain in the butt. I found that bizarre. I found that pathetic. Um, And the. I don't know, you know, I don't I don't know what the answer is. I don't know what he's supposed to say this week since he's obviously been outed. Yeah. He's obviously been caught lying. Right. They fire people. I mean, it, it all blew up in his face a week ago. So what's he supposed to do? I don't I don't at, have a better At normal answer. institutions with his track record, again, he's going to be he will not be on the sidelines more than he's going to be yeah. on the sidelines. Right, right. This he's year. suspended more than he's there. Yeah, he's suspended on this more than he's there and he's making 6-7 million dollars and the level with the Michigan alumni, there's got to be that. Damn, what's he? What is he going to do next? But right. the the thing about college coaching, and unless the NFL grows a set of you know you know what's hmm. his out clause is, I'm going to the NFL. I'm getting out of here, and I'll take the Bear job. I'll take the San Diego job. There's an any number of jobs I could take. Yeah, I know, but I'm starting to wonder. I'm starting to wonder if you own the Bears. This is one of the, the – forget the Chargers for a second. No one cares. The Bears are a signature NFL franchise. Storied. You know? But they've not been storied since I know, 1985. I know, I know. I mean, I sound like an old man. But yeah. but wouldn't you start looking at this guy going, oh, my God, buddy, you are just really insufferable. <laughs> but the thing is – I mean, part of your job – I know in the NFL – You coach. That, you just you, coach. That's what I know, you said I know. many times. But, you just coach. I don't know. I mean, he's he's his public act is so bad. I, I I'm starting to wonder if he's not diminishing his value as an NFL coach. I mean, if you had to sit down to write him, you know, you're gonna let's say you own the Bears. I don't know who it is that owns the Bears now. You're gonna say you're gonna pay him ten million. Wouldn't you be kind of fed up with him already? I don't think he'd get ten million dollars when when Dan Campbell's getting four million. Four, I know. Okay, whatever. Yeah, whatever you're gonna pay him. I don't care if you paid a minimum wage. I'm sick of him. He is getting boorish. He's getting Woody Hayes like, and that's an old people don't okay. know who Woody Hayes was. Tell me about Woody, Woody Hayes' public act. He I just, know Woody Hayes was a nut job on the field. Angry old man punched a Clemson yeah, player on that. the sideline. Was just his way or the highway. Was he, buddy, was he Bobby Knight kind of? Yeah, he okay. was like Bobby Knight. He was old school. You know, the old school coaches who were dominating who who didn't take any crap? Who were always right? But we've Jim, all we've always been around coaches. Okay, like that. Jim Harbaugh doesn't seem like that. He just seems like an absolute unhinged goof. Well, with this latest, the Ted Lasso deal <laughs> about that? his mother's bathing suit. His mother's bathing suit. What is that? Someone got to him within the PR and said, "You got to soften up." 
Yeah. Here's a way to soften up. Tell everybody you love Ted Lasso. Okay. And women of America will go, wow, he loved Ted Lasso. Is that Lasso. true? I've never oh, seen God. Ted Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Oh, you ne- you need to see Ted Lasso. You say as, this to me every week. As a soccer guy. Yeah, I know. Because it's about soccer. I know, yeah. I know of it. I yeah. saw an interview with him on 60 Minutes. I get the it's creativity. Wonderful, wonderful show. Women like it? Women love it. Women Why? love it. Because it's... he's folksy. He's down to earth. Okay. He's got phrases about life and yeah. life lessons every week. Right, also, Brandon? the women in the on the show are very relatable now as well. Very much so. And they're yeah, all very successful, and they so do that on purpose. So we feel as if Jim Harbaugh has seen as much Ted Lasso as I have, which is zero. Probably zero. He's talking about a poster that's been put up on that was put up in the locker room for like the first two seasons. So, so yeah. I can hate on Jim Harbaugh some more. We now think he was coached into saying that. Yeah, I do oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh okay. yeah. I do well, he's that. really an idiot. Yeah. Hey, Brandon, that Juno Temple from Ted Lasso. Fargo tonight. Bingo, bingo. Yeah, can't the bing. wait. Hit the bing. Hit the bing. Looks Hit the really bing. good. Fargo tonight. Looks what? really good. You ever watch any of the Fargos, the series? Hey, how many times a week <laughs> do you say to me, do you ever watch, of which you already know the answer? I guess I know the answer. Watched then. Oppenheimer the other night. That Did was you really watch good for the first time. Oh, that was really good. Big bummer. Really? Long-ass movie. My really film critic friend ripped it, said that it was a little predictable and well, like, I mean it's like based on a true mean? story it's a true story well, I know, I know, but what like, are we not going to drop the bomb or <laughs> no, something no, 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 it's but too I mean, predictable it is. we a did biopic. drop the bomb well, I, I liked her take on it. these biopics are not that interesting I mean they're just man. if you know the full story it may be a little dull but I yeah. didn't really know much going into it okay. so I found it very interesting okay all right. Robert, well, until the next time you guys say to me have you watched <laughs> well, of which you know I'm going to just sit here Fargo is I not I didn't watch the game last night okay can I let me explain Fargo is not the Fargo movie that was so good. Your your friends, the Cohen brothers, did the, the Fargo movie. I like movie. Fargo. I thought Fargo so, was hilarious. I thought the prostitutes in the bar was one of the funniest. Oh, scenes. don't you know? Yeah, I thought that was one oh, of the yeah. best scenes. Oh, I've the ever ugly seen. guy. Oh, yeah, I the love ugly that. guy. But Fargo is an independent miniseries yeah. that are just off the charts. Yeah, I know. Great. John Hamm is in it. John Hamm. I, I saw in a it. promo for it yeah, last on night. Yeah, football. football Juno Temple, who was in Ted Lasso. Yeah. Is in it, okay. so it's going to be. It has fantastic. nothing to do with Jim Harbaugh. Well, yes, it does because Jim Harbaugh quoted Ted Lasso, and Ted Lasso is one of his assistants in the in Ted Lasso was Juno, an actress, a British actress named okay. Juno Temple. Thanks. Okay, now what was I supposed to ask? I you have about? no idea. No, oh, what to say? I was ripping on Jim Harbaugh. Game. I watched. The you were lucky. Game. You were lucky that there was butter on the hands of the Kansas City receivers. I want to bet. You want to bet. By the hair of your chinny chin chin. I want to bet. You want to bet. It's pretty big. Pretty big. Defense rules, man. Yeah. Travis Kelsey, what the hell? What kind of game? I know she was in Brazil or oh, Argentina boy. or Here some way go. far away Here land. Here we go. He didn't this. perform well last night. He was double teamed. Well, I don't care if you're double teamed. If, if Patrick Mahomes throws a ball in your hands, you got open. You dropped the ball several times. T. Kelsey, and then that number 84, who would make a great cast and just right through his hands. Yeah. And then the wide receiver that banged his helmet on the way to the locker room, right through his hands. Audience, have I not just answered these issues? I've answered them. In the first hour? Economics. Economics. Yep. Okay, explain that for me, Professor Ward. Here's the problem. <clears throat> they can't afford the good guys. You're talking of the Kansas City yeah. Chiefs. Right, they're a void of a superstar wide Tyree receiver. Kill's gone because you can't afford him. The money goes here, the money can't go there. Deal with it. 
Receivers and quarterbacks are the most expensive glamour positions in football, maybe even to all sports now. I quiz you this. Why are the Cowboys successful this year with a high-priced quarterback, a high-priced wide receiver, a high-priced rush in, and a rookie tight end who catches Well, the rush in hasn't been paid yet. <clears throat> been paid, but not the megatons. Not the megatons. And CeeDee Lamb hasn't been paid yet. Not the megatons. Okay, either they pay him or he's gone next year. He wouldn't do that, would he? Well, he's going to go where he's going to get paid. He wouldn't leave that so star on the helmet. It'll ha- it'll happen to them too. Um, you're you're on a short shelf life to keep a star quarterback and superstar receivers. Mm. Plural. They've got they kept Travis Kelsey, but now you double team Travis Kelsey, which is exactly what Philadelphia did. And I know he dropped a few balls, but let's let's give him the benefit. He usually does not. He didn't last night. But though. they were all over him, and they said, "Sure, let those other dudes try to catch it." And those other dudes dropped it. Yeah, dropped it. You know, they had Tyreek yeah. Hill. Those are touchdowns. Oh, of course they are. I mean, there might be multiple touchdowns, yeah, but they ty- don't because it, there you was can't. A, there was a question that last one. The guy almost didn't catch up. He caught up with it and dropped it. But mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill, bing, bing, bing. He would have run that down. Like, he would have run, run down. He'd be like the roadrunner. He'd go circle back yeah. and get it. Xavier Worthy would have run that down. That, that's that's my answer. Is that you know that's that's what happens, and I, I find myself more impressed with the Chiefs and the Eagles. I still think they're two of the three best teams in the NFL. Uh, San Francisco being the third? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I really do. I mean, look at how they they played in bad conditions, and they've reinvented themselves. Those are really good defensive teams who both run the ball well. I like my chances with Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes on a team that can play defense and run the ball well. They may, they may meet again in the Super Bowl. They could. I think it's going to be Philadelphia, Dallas, or San Francisco. And I think it's yeah. a little more. It's going to be the Chiefs. Everybody's freaking out today. Everyone's Miami. freaking out. I mean, that, that's you can't afford all those guys. You can find really good defensive players for less money. You can't keep multiple receivers. Watch your Dallas Cowboys in a year or two from now. That window will slam shut. You can go pay C.D. Lamb, but there's not mm-hmm. going to be anybody opposite him. You can pay Travis Kelsey. Guess what? There's not going to be anybody else opposite him because mm. you can't. You can't have that position making $300 million, the receiver position making $200 million, and then go, why don't we have more receivers? Will In Philadelphia, they did a decent job last night, although I don't like the broadcast. I think it's stuffy. Um, I didn't I watched the Manning cast. I, I was smart. Yeah. Um, but if you notice how many times they had Travis Kelsey bracketed, I mean, he ran around. He probably covered more mileage last night than any game that I remember because he kept moving around trying to get open, and they just slid. They were just sliding there, bracketing him. And, yeah, I know he dropped some balls, but they just said, that dude's not going to beat us. He's not going to catch 12 passes and beat us. That was a good strategy. Yeah. Very good strategy. And Philadelphia's athletic enough to do it. They have <laughs> enough guys that can cover him. Jalen Hurts is impressive, too. His mobility, okay. his running ability. You know how many ability. passes he completed last night? Uh, 20... No, 14. 14 was all? 14. Didn't seem like it, did I know, it? It I know. It did not seem Isn't like that it crazy? at all. Isn't that crazy? The stat line from last night was like a football game from 1980. He's 14-22. Mahomes completed, what, 26? Something like that. Averaged 3.8 yards. Mm. You're going nowhere that way. Mm. No Tyreek Hill, guess, I mean, that's what happens. Right. So you got to find another way to win. Can you find that other way if Patrick Mahomes, and I know Kelsey's talking about he wants to retire more than anybody he knows. What? But yeah, he said that today, uh, a Wall Street Journal interview. 
Uh, to retire now? He he's, he thinks about it constantly about retiring. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I don't blame him. He's still great at 34. Will Mahomes take the page? I know Mahomes is not the highest-paid quarterback, though. He's not the highest-paid, which he should be. Right. So he's taking the page out of Brady. So distribute the money here and there and wait. I'll get it on the back yeah, end but rather than the, the pro- front end. The pro- yes. Okay. But he- here's the issue there. That quarterback's the highest-paid player. Next up is receiver. Mm-hmm. So there's just not – I mean, he's doing the right thing. I mean, they are spreading the money around. Um, and it's going to hit Philadelphia soon. They're not going to be able to keep those receivers. They're just because Hertz is getting paid. The problem is, is that receiver is the next most expensive position, and those guys are going to chase the money just like Tyreek Hill did. That means you've got to go get or try to get the hottest young wide receiver coming out of college. Coming out of college, you got to get you know like the Minnesota the, got the last teams, year, like the the teams like Baltimore that are this year. the teams that are loaded on offense, which is all anyone cares about. The teams that are loaded on offense. Are loaded, have an inexpensive quarterback. Mm-hmm. Well, I give you the 49, 49ers. And Jalen Hurts till till this past year. Yeah. It's just, you can't. It's going to happen with Dallas and CD Lamb. CD Lamb's market value is ridiculous now, and it should be. He's earned it. But Jerry Jones is going to have to say, okay, I pay you. Screw that tight end. Screw that opposite receiver. I mean, there's mm-hmm. not going to have enough. There's not going to have enough people. It's not going to be. Yeah, that's a good point. You won't have the whole. You could. You're going to have a great receiver and a great quarterback, but you're not going to have complementary parts. But that second receiver. Yeah, exactly. Or, yeah. It's going to look like it well, did last Cow- night. The Cowboys have found it. You know, they they got a tight end nobody heard of uh-huh. out of college, and Dalton Schultz has not missed this year. Yeah, you just got to put the pieces of the puzzle together. But it shows up. I mean, when you play another great team, it's going to show up. I mean, CeeDee Lamb is proving his worth. But next year, when you give him $200 bucks, then CeeDee Lamb is going to get double teams by the Eagles. And you're screwed. And you say dare to throw yeah, it. Yeah, go ahead. Chunk to- it to that guy over there right. who's dropped it twice. Right. And it'll happen. 512-834-1027. Ed and Jeff on this Tuesday afternoon. What are you here. doing? What's happening? Right We're going now to a lights. commercial break. Wait, what, you Will you, okay, I've got a light on my live oh, commercial I know, read. Of yesterday's accident. Because it's so damn dark. Because in here. yesterday's. I haven't turned up the light for you. Did you? Yeah, I, I did. didn't tell. It's not enough. So, because of yesterday's right. yes. accident. Yesterday's yes. accident. I think it's a smart move on your part so you don't say bodily fluids again. Yes. Jeff Ward and Ed Clements. Afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN. You're listening to The Jeff and Ed Show on 1027 ESPN. Jeff, there is college football action tonight. Bowling Green versus Western Michigan. Who cares? And East Michigan versus Buffalo. For your Thanksgiving week entertainment, college football. You watch that, you really hate your family. You don't, yeah, you, you go read a book. Go read a book. Or watch Fargo. What time's Fargo tonight, Brandon? Nine o'clock? Nine, eh, nine, nine o'clock? Nine o'clock? Yeah, uh, so there's football action. Right, we're talking about uh, Michigan and what's going on with Jim Harbaugh now, quoting Ted Lasso. They play Ohio State Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Game day will be there. <laughs> Michigan favored by three and a half. You looking at you looking at X? What yeah, are you looking at? Twitter. I'm not even listening to you. X. 
At Jeff Ford Show, according to Tom Brady, the blank rules, or I'm sorry, quote, rules have created bad habits. Isn't he almost solely responsible for the roughing the passer and tuck rule? Well, that tuck rule against against uh, Oakland that I, I, game in Buff uh, in New England in the snow, yeah. I don't think it works well for Tom. I'm not optim. I know he's got a new face. I know he's James Bond. I believe that he's going to come out of retirement to play for the Cleveland Browns and save a Midwestern city. But his rants didn't work at all. It sounded like he was calling in some AM show from Salado. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of mediocrity in today's NFL. I don't Stop. see here it is. the excellence. You ready? Ready. All right, here he goes. Roll the old man this, Brandon. Back to that... Uh... It's like it's like the Ted Lasso. Show. It's Jim Harbaugh. You know, he's old too. He he watched Tom he Brady. Tom Brady Tom, today. Sorry, Tom Brady talking about the. I, media. I think there's a lot of mediocrity in today's NFL. Yeah. I don't see the excellence that I saw in the past. Why not? And ho- why not? I think the coaching isn't as as good as it was. I don't think the development of young players is as good as it was. The rules have allowed a lot of bad habits to get into the actual performance of the game. Mm-hmm. So I just think the product, in my opinion is less than what it's been, I think. I look at a lot of players like Ray Lewis and Rodney Harrison and Ronnie Lott and guys that impacted the game in in a certain way, and every hit they would have made would have been a penalty. Mm. You hear coaches complaining about their own player being tackled and not necessarily, why don't they talk to their player about how to protect themselves? We used to work on the fundamentals of those things all the time. Now they're trying to be regulated all the time. Offensive players need to protect themselves. It's not up to a defensive player to protect the offensive player. A defensive player needs to protect himself. I didn't throw the ball to certain areas because I was afraid players were going to get knocked out. Mm-hmm. That's the reality. Wow. I didn't throw it to the middle when I played Ray Lewis because you knock him out of the game and I couldn't afford to lose a good player. Wow. What was that? Well, I think, I think he made sense. I no. think he made 100% not con- sense. Not, not in the context of what was asked. What was asked was about the, about the game last night, the offensive problems. And he ended up in old man territory. I, I didn't hear what the Stephen A. Smith we didn't hear. What does that have to do with anything? It has you to do Roddy about Lott. the play of play of football today, about how they protect the quarterback so much the quarterback gets in bad habits. You mean from the guy who created the tuck rule? Yeah, he created the tuck rule. Yeah, yeah but he he didn't make the rules. The NFL made the rules. They've changed the rules where the Ronnie Lots and the Ray Lewis. What does Lewis's, that have to do with dropping passes last night? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, but but he was addressing just a general play of football. And he only talked about three players on the defensive side, of which the public cares nothing about. Well, no, I think he made 100%. He made sense to me, Jeff. That's not why they dropped the passes last night. I don't. I, I didn't hear the question. Was Stephen A. asking about why they the dropped the passes? The whole point of the discussion was about... I never heard that. The quality. When somebody says the quality of play today, they're talking specifically about the offenses. He veered off into Ronnie Lotland. He veered off in Ronnie Lottland because he's exactly right. Ronnie Lott would be like that dude from Denver who suspended four more games. Correct. And no one cares because everyone wants to know why the quarterbacks suck and why the receivers are dropping balls. No one is yet today. There's not been one tweet, not one <coughs> conversation, not one phone call in Kansas City was about, you know, if we had Ronnie Lott. Wait, What? I think he was making the point. I, you know, I don't know about. Again, I didn't hear this. I didn't hear this segment this morning with Stephen A. Smith, but he made perfect sense to me addressing 
how, and he didn't mention the injuries. The injuries have devastated quarterbacks say, in the, the league. This is the, the, the reason why have. the quarterback play sucks is because the good quarterbacks are not playing. Tom? The injuries have played a ginormous. You have, you know, Tommy DeVito starting. you got <laughs> right. a guy with three names so, for Cleveland so starting. They're if, bringing back Joe Flacco, it, for goodness sake. Right. So would anyone like to have watched the Patriots when Ronnie Lott knocked Tom Brady out of the game? No, but that no. was a fact of the game back then. Tom Brady never got hit by Ronnie Lott because he would sit down. Okay. But Ronnie Lott had the ability to knock people out, and he made perfect sense when he didn't throw it like when Ray Lewis was in the middle. What are you, you're, you're, usually you're pro Tom Brady. You love Tom Brady. I, I do, what but is Tom it? is disconnected here. Tom went AM radio guy on me when that was not even the context of the entire conversation of everyone today is, Gosh, guys are dropping the balls. Gosh, quarterbacks suck. Can I no listen one, to that again? Let us no, just no listen one to what is, you had. No again. one is clamoring for Ronnie Lott. Nobody is, but he's just giving examples. Go, would you play that again, Brandon? I, I think there's a lot of mediocrity in today's NFL. Yeah. I don't see the excellence that I saw in the past. Why not? And ho- Why not? I think the coaching isn't as, as good as it was. I don't think the development of young players is as good as it was. The rules have allowed a lot of bad habits to get into the actual – performance of the game mm-hmm. so i just think the product in my opinion is less than what it's been i think i look at a lot of players like ray lewis and rodney harrison and ronnie lott and guys that impacted the game in, in a certain way and every hit they would have made would have been a penalty mm. you hear coaches complaining about their own player being tackled and not necessarily why don't they talk to their player about how to protect themselves we used to work on the fundamentals of those things Look, all the time now coach. they're trying to be regulated all the time Offensive players. He's need talking to about himself. football in general. He's not, not talking about last night's game. I know, but the players. interview it's, was about last night's game, and all the conversation is about last night's game. All the conversation is about. Do you think Tom Brady would be happy if Ronnie Lott knocked Julie Edelman out of the game? No, I think he makes perfect sense. I don't know where you're coming from. You got to burr up your ass or something today. <laughs> I don't know it's what just, it is. Everyone is complaining about quarterbacks, and Tom Brady is talking about safeties. But he's talking about the me- mediocre play. He's talking about that, what, and he's talking about play? the lack of coaching, and he's talking about the bad habits of quarterbacks. But he's offered no examples of why Ronnie Lott would make the NFL better today. Not one example. He's just saying stuff, hmm. general stuff. Well, I think the stuff of people who know the game is the general stuff is that the rules both have changed to were, favor were the ex- offense. Both defenses were excellent last night. I don't know what he's talking about. Well, uh, I don't know in, in the scope of last night's game. No, you're dealing with two of the finest quarterbacks in the NFL. And defenses. He may be talking about uh, the Tommy DeVitos of the world or the Cleveland three names or the Kenny Pickett. Yeah, but I know. But Tommy DeVito, does. he sucks. We got it. Zach Wilson sucks. I got it. But they don't suck because Ronnie Lott needs to hit them more. Ronnie Lott never comes up. That's the first time I've heard Ronnie Lott's name I mean, in many, many years. That is such a weird – I mean, that's like me going, you know, if Dick Butkus were around. Like, what? I, what? I, he does bring up a good point that those guys played a brand of football that was sure. ferocious. That is sure. not commonplace today because the rules have changed. Right, of which he was playing when the rules were changed. Mm-hmm. He wasn't exactly bumping heads with people. He sat no. down. The man never ran more than 10 feet. But he's the greatest of all time. I don't disagree. Ah, okay, uh, at Jeff Ward Show. Or you can follow Winston Churchill's drinking regiment, sherry for lunch, port in the afternoon, gin in the evening, mm. wine and or champagne after dinner, and he only slept about three hours a day. He was a machine. Smoked okay. a lot of cigars, too. 
Thank you for that. Ate okay. a lot of good food. Okay. I think that is in reference to my comment about uh, the scientists have discovered why red wine has gives headaches. Okay. And it's uh, quercetin. Q-U-E-R. Queer what? Quercetin. Q-U-E-R-C-E-T-I-N. Uh, when mixed with alcohol, creates a compound known as A-C-E-T-A-L-D-E-H-Y-D-E. A celted hide that cause, causes headaches. I thought it was nitrates. I never got a no, headache. that's BS. The scientist I, I, said that's BS. I never got a headache when I drank wine in Italy. But I, I will no. drink wine in the United States no, and get a headache. scientists are saying that's just bogus. It's really? Not, it's not well, why nitrates. did it happen then? Why? Why? Because this. I don't know. Maybe because it was better wine. Mm. Maybe it was happier in that place. That's happy. <laughs> I mean, I don't have headaches happy. either. Yeah. Uh, I don't have this problem at all. So they're saying the nitrates thing is bogus. Really? Yeah, that's what they're saying. See, that's what I always heard. Yeah, me too. Um, but then what I got upset about was I, I lost control. I went Tom Brady on everyone, and they said how to prevent red wine headaches. How? Step number one would be drink less. Okay. <laughs> That's a problem. Drink less. Uh, then it said, this is what set me off. I went Tom Brady. Try switching to white wines or white sparkling wines. That wouldn't go with your regiment there. It doesn't go. Would not at That's, all. I answered, why not just have a juice box or some Gatorade? We kind of differ. I, I don't mind Pinot Grigio sometimes. Oh, in the summertime, light. Summertime, I, I do. I do understand. I'm not going to do it. But, but not I, a day. Not on a day like today. Yeah, I was going to say you go out like and have today. a Pinot Grigio right now. No, and back on the back porch. You have here. no testosterone. I'm not going to do that. I want a big bold red today Absolutely. on a day like today. Absolutely. Big red. Good. A big red. <laughs> no big red wine. Well, not too. a big red. Big red. And then uh, you know something terrible has happened about my shirt. People are flipping out. At Jeff Ward Show, Jeff, do not listen to these yahoos. Pearl Snap shirts are awesome. It's about a, two months ago. I, I know, and it won't leave Twitter, and I'm never wearing it again. That's for sure. It was a really good shirt. I like that shirt. You've you've just lit a fire. Well, I did because it was so unlike you to look like someone walking down South Lamar <laughs> in Soco. You're down in Soco area. Uh, at Jeff Warcho. Jeff, I finally got to watch Philly La play last night. The tush push should be made illegal. Has anyone been able to stop it? No. The answer is no. And the stat is unreal. It's something like they've done it 27 times and it's converted 29 of them. It's unbelievable. Something about a play being guaranteed to work 100% of the time is not that exciting to watch. I... I don't understand why it's, you know, other teams try to do it and they don't, they don't pull it off. Cowboys can't do it. Yeah. Cowboys tried. They can't do it. I don't think it should be legal, but I do have to admit they just really have this thing down. I think it's, I, I don't, I don't think they should ban it. No, I think it's a. You just want to watch a whole game like this? It's a legal, it's a legal football play and it's up to the defense. What's going to be illegal. To try to find something, a way to stop it. But the Eagles have perfected it, where you, where the defensive players cannot get that low to stop it. But did you see them last night? Yeah. I actually stopped it one time. Their noses are in the ground. It, I mean, it's not like people – these are not dumb coaches. They see the video. You know exactly what it is and how to get there. Right. 
And it's not like the it's not like the Chiefs have some goofballs on the other side of the line. They've got good defensive linemen. <clears throat> I feel like Jeff, you're taking the position as they did in the 1930s when they said, "What is this forward pass stuff? Oh my, that should be illegal." The forward <laughs> I'm pass. Taking, I'm taking the position of the 1930s. Yes, yes. You would have been on that side. How dare they can't put the ball in the you air? You think that play is innovative? I think that play is effective. You think it's entertaining? Yeah, at times it is entertaining. Oh, I please. was entertained last night when oh, they. Oh yeah. yeah. I was entertained even Boy. though it played against me in the wine bet. Oh my gosh! It'll be outlawed next year. No fun league, NFL. No fun. Would you just like the whole game to be played like this? They're no, just of course like not. Scrums. But I, but I think scrums. It's, you it's go a back part to nineteen thirty. Are you going to gonna say the hook and ladder is oh, hook and ladder play? No good. No good. Hook and ladder, entertaining. Scrum, not entertaining. Scrum, entertaining to some of oh, us out there. please. Jeff Ward and Ed Clements. Afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN. It sounds boring, but there's a, Barry, a documentary about Barry Sanders that's coming out. And this is going to be one of those times. I do it often. There's never going to be anyone like him kind of thing. You say that a lot. You sound like an old guy. There's never going to be anyone like him. One, running backs don't matter, will never matter again. Not like Barry Sanders. Two, there's not been anyone that was at the brink of being the all-time rushing leader and just quit. And nobody knows why. And so the documentary is about him. He is one of, first of all, just Google it. Okay, just watch the runs. There's never going to be anyone like that again. So the, Never played in the Super Bowl. Never did, played in a meaningful make, playoff game. I was going to say, did he ever play in a playoff game? I don't think he, maybe the name won. of the documentary is Bye Bye Barry. It's from Prime Video. And I don't think it's going to give you the drama that you want because Barry Sanders, one, didn't like the attention. He just flat out was uncomfortable with it. He was just in a world of stars – He's a boring guy who just wasn't comfortable. But he is the most remarkable. I think he's one of those five entertaining football players of all time. Every play, he Every can play. do something. Every the play. runs are ridiculous. <clears throat> Whereas Earl Campbell would run over people. Barry Sanders would juke people. And keep juking. Yes. And juke. And twisting and turning and spinning. Um, it, it, the, watching the documentary is worth it just to, because most people will not believe what he could do. And he won a Heisman Trophy at a at Oklahoma State. It, 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 watching Barry Sanders play, it's really like the kid in the playground. It's not allowed anymore, but at one time in our lives, guys would run around and try to tackle you, and no one could catch the kid. Mm-hmm. He was like that in the NFL. So it's uh, I found myself two hours of watching Barry Sanders stuff, and I, I really can say you're not ever going to see anyone like this. Running back doesn't matter anymore, but even then, you know, I mean, there's only a few player people I'd ever say there's never going to be anyone like that again. Mm-hmm. I used to think it would be um, Lawrence Taylor, but that's not true at all. There's a bunch of guys like him now. Um, yeah, Brady in Montana, but come on. I mean, there's a Mahomes, there's a Burrow, there's a bunch of guys like him. Jerry Rice, mm, maybe not, but there's a guy like guys close. No one 
There'll never running back will never be like this with Barry Sanders. There's never was never anyone like him. Earl Campbell, I would say, there's never going to be another one like that, which is true. But you know, there we got Derrick Henry today. Sure, you don't have anyone. We hand the ball to him 25 times, and everyone on the field is chasing him like a little kid. Mm -hmm. And Barry Sanders played in a time when free agency wasn't that prolific. And he was quoted as saying he did really didn't want to play for anybody else. Didn't want to play for anybody else. And I'm reading and reading and reading, trying to follow the documentary. Do you know what? In the end, he just didn't want to play anymore. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. Yeah. He one time refused to go back in a game to set the rookie rushing record because he just didn't want to. It's like there's no there's no drama to Barry Sanders. There's none. Zero. He was just the most freakish running back. Of all time. He was. I mean, on, on a terrible team. Yeah. A terrible team. And I um I I don't even know how to convince someone to watch it and you just you're never gonna see anybody play like this again. You're not gonna see a five foot eight guy who was quicker, who could make people miss like this guy could. Um, he was on his way, would have been the all time rushing leader on the worst team you could imagine. The amount, you know, if you take a look at Barry Sanders' yardage in any given season, okay, so he left the game. He quit. He quit with less than 1,500 yards to go to be the all-time leading rusher. He just quit, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. He wasn't injured. He just said, I, I just didn't enjoy playing anymore, and we lost all the time. Did you read about the complaints of Scott Mitchell as quarterback? Oh, what Scott Mitchell? That was a buzzkill. Well, Scott Mitchell came out on Facebook, and it's in the Detroit News today. He says, I'm so tired of hearing how I was the reason that Barry Sanders never won a Super Bowl. Mitchell said, I'm so tired of hearing how I was not a good quarterback. My only response was blank you all. That includes Eminem and Jeff Daniels, who were featured in the documentary. Yeah, there's a bunch of people that pile on. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, yeah, shut up, Scott Mitchell, first of all. Okay, <laughs> shut up. I heard Scott Mitchell yeah, I read this No story. one cares about you. You're not any good. Your entire team was one guy right? who did everything. He ran around for his life, but nobody could catch him. You're never going to see runs. You're never going to see highlights like Barry Sanders. You're not. I, I, just, I don't think it's possible. And the guy, you know, he's averaged almost six yards to carry on the worst team you could imagine. So if, you, if there's ever a way to look at the greatness of Barry Sanders – um, think of it this way. I'll bet you when he had 1,500 yards rushing, I'll bet you he had more yards running around than anyone to ever played the game. His eight-yard carries took like 12 seconds. An eight-yard run for Barry Sanders really meant like a 40-yard run because he'd have to go backwards and sideways and run over there and make those dudes miss. Mm-hmm. He really was all by himself running around the field. He's amazing to watch. It really is. I mean, Truly it's, amazing. It is just – there's no blockers. Now, can you imagine, Jeff, if he would have played – for the 49ers or the Cowboys during those years? If he played by an Emmitt Smith's line, oh my, the, he would average nine yards a Emmett carry. Emmitt Smith was great. Barry Sanders was better than Emmitt Smith. Oh, absolutely. Better than Emmitt Smith. I mean, yeah, by sheer talent and workload, and I don't mean now that's not the right way to put it. Earl Campbell was great in one category. Bo, San, Bo Jackson would have been, in my opinion, the greatest running back of all time. But again, it's a different category. You, you go watch 
highlight of Emmett Smith. Watch a highlight of Bo Jackson. Watch a highlight of Earl Campbell. Okay, you're going to go, ah, oh, yeah, those guys are great. Go watch the highlights of, of Barry Sanders. You're going to say, oh, my gosh, you're you kidding you, me. Yeah, are you, you will, kidding me? You will go, I've never heard of this guy. Why, do, why don't we talk about him more? Right. The only time you see him now is in the Heisman commercials. You know, that's the only he, time and you see him. The documentary is not going to work because he's a very boring personality. He would get to the end zone and he would just hand the ball to someone, mm-hmm. and he never said a word. He was just that boring guy. But you watch the highlights, and I did. It really, in most frames that you watch, there's no blockers. It's just him running him around spinning and, and running, everyone's chasing him. Creating. And there's not a hole. He finds another finds place to go. Yeah. He bounces off people. He's like a top. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, it's, and the, he, I just don't think there's ever going to be a player like that again because there's no demand for that position because his position, they hand him the ball and he would just have to go make stuff happen. You never played against him. That's when Texas didn't play Oklahoma State. I never played against him, no. Texas never played Remember, he did it in college. Yeah. I mean, this is not a fluky thing. Like, he didn't come out of nowhere. He did the exact same kind of stuff in college. He won the Heisman Trophy at Oklahoma State, which was unheard of. Mm -hmm. But he was making runs like that in college. Seriously, his entire career was nine guys trying to chase him, and he had no help. He played in six games in the playoffs, which I didn't realize. That. Yeah. I just looked it up. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Six it's, games. Uh, I think it's a must-watch just because the position now, like my kids, they're never going to know anything like this guy. No, the position not, doesn't the, matter. No, running backs doesn't matter anymore. I mean, what football. matters now is quarterbacks and some tight ends. Yeah. Tight ends better than it's ever been. But not only is Barry Sanders, in my opinion, in his own category, the greatest running back of all time, there's never a guy that played like him. It's really under the radar. Yeah, I mean, go back, watch him go backwards all the yeah. time. He could go run sideways on a sweep, no hole there. He would go backwards like 20 yards and then run around the other side and bounce off six dudes. Um, so it's uh, – I, I don't think the documentary is interesting other than he's, I think, one of the most freakish players – of all time. 5'8", 203 in college and in pro. No one could bring him down. No. And these aren't goofballs trying to tackle him, okay? These are the greatest defensive players of all time. At a time in football when everybody knew they were going to run. Yeah. I mean, everybody knew that dude was going to get the ball. Mm. And they couldn't get a hold of him. <laughs> Jeff Ward and Ed Clements. Afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN.